office box a box of chocolates would I know to stay away what's it hand off his box a box of chocolates would I eat them anyway cause every time I have half a mind to leave you babe that means I have half a mind to stay Good evening. It's Pandora's Lunchbox on WCBN-FM Ann Arbor. This is Mike, and Pandora's Lunchbox is a show about food and culture. And the Chinese New Year is coming up, and so I've got a couple of guests in the studio to talk about food and culture and the Chinese New Year. Uh, Amy C2 is here from the Chinese American Society of Ann Arbor. Hi, Amy. Hi. How are you doing? Fine. And Carol Stepanchuk is here from the Center for Chinese Studies at the U of M. Hi. How are you? Good. So, we have a lot to discuss about the Chinese New Year. First of all, it's February 7th. First day of New Year. First day of the Chinese New Year. Could you talk a little about that, how that is determined? Oh. Well, Carol can say that. Well, if you look into the nighttime sky on February 7th, you'll notice it's going to be a new moon. And uh, the Chinese New Year each year falls, it's a movable feast, and it falls on the second new moon after the winter solstice. And traditionally, it lasted two whole weeks till the new moon turned full. But on February 7th, it will be dark. Yes. Ah. (laughs) And this year will be the year of the rat. Year of the rat. And so there are some aspects of the Year of the Rat that are characteristics of people who were born in the Year of the Rat. Can you talk about that a little bit? Yes. Uh, according to this book uh, in front of me, uh, those people who, born, who were born in the Year of the Rat uh, are charming, adaptable, creative, ambitious, opportunistic, uh, gregarious, erratic, and mm. sometimes gossipy. Uh-oh. <laughs> oh. <laughs> and also... Um, you, people don't usually reveal which year you were born. If you oh. tell people you were born in the year of the rat, and then people will look at you, to count your wrinkles, and say, aha, she is 24, or 36, 48, 60. The multiples of 12. The 12-year cycles. Yes. All right. And the rat, the rat initiates the the 12-year cycle. It's the first. That's right. Oh, it's a new cycle. Yeah. And it's supposed to be, because it's the first, it it promises a year of opportunity and prosperity. But it's also, uh, the rat is is controversial. It's a year associated with controversy, and this is kind of interesting at being an election year. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. We see controversies every day. Yes. Yes. (laughs) Debate will fuel the days ahead. That's right. Right. Wow. Mm-hmm. So there, one thing I, I noticed reading in the newspaper is that a lot of people are trying to see their families on Chinese New Year. Uh, about one-fourth of the world, actually one-third one of the world population travels the on The population of Russia, I heard. It's it, equivalent to the entire population of Russia <laughs> uh-huh. is it, on the move. <laughs> and I heard that like, the number of tr- actual trips is about two billion I don't know how that works if people do multiple trips or back and forth and travel to different families. It's pretty amazing. But this year, well, it's not going so well in China, unfortunately. It's, China's having its worst snowstorms in 50 years. Yeah. Oh. And also, you know, Chinese are more prosperous than many years before, so they could afford to travel. And also there are a lot of um, migrant workers, so they want to hurry home to uh, meet 
to celebrate their Chinese New Year with their loved ones. So it's going to be a problem. Yeah. But I know what I bet they're carrying with them. Preserved foods. Preserved foods. <laughs> Preserved <laughs> foods. Yes. That's right. That's foods. The food is, is a very important part of this show and a very important part of everybody's lives. And you have some food there, Carol, don't you? Oh, I I do. Should Well, I, I have a variety of things. But yeah. this, this I am actually dying to try. Oh, okay. This Amy brought in, and it's the lychee, right? Or the... Dry lychee. It's a dried lychee. And uh, it looks like... Uh, uh, a brown, it looks like a chestnut, and you have to crack it open. Ooh. Ooh. And, nice. and when you do, this dried nugget comes out. And am, is, I the, am I the only one who's going to try? Oh, I'd like right to try now? one. Okay. Um, Amy, why don't you talk about the symbolism while, while we plop them in? Well, uh, lychee um, is a really a summer fruit. Have you ever mm. had it from the canned goods? Mm. And it's a, a very plum and a translucent, oh. uh, translucent. Um, but when it's dried, it's dark and black. And uh, I think it's like chocolate. And so people, uh, I don't know if people are not used to black fruit. Uh, may may be hesitant to eat it, but once you eat it, it's a very intense sweetness. Mm. Uh, it was a natural sweetness, and so uh, it's not going to add a lot of calorie to you. And if you are minding your weight, uh, you may want to think about eating uh, preserved fruits and dry fruit, um, the Chinese style, <laughs> rather than a lot of uh, candied sugar, sugary candies. Right. Now, I've, I've one of the dried lychees here. Go ahead. You were going to say? It's it's rich. It will keep you regular. This oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> let me, let me tastes like here. my grandmother's hope chest. It, it's got a really, <laughs> mm, this undertone. <laughs> um, and... And uh, did we talk about the the fact that that it's called a zhao, right? The no, uh, this one. The, the other kind is the uh, juju bee. Okay. Uh, oh, 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 in right. Chinese, uh, sounds like zhao zi, but also sounds like have wishing you uh, to have baby boys early. <laughs> so that's why people like to have. Uh, or jujube uh, in their dessert and mm. uh, wishing you to have um, more baby boys. What happened to baby girls? Yeah, what happened? <laughs> it's all children. What all happened children. to baby girls? Okay. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, that's the thing. Uh, it's, it's interesting when you mention jujubes because I think many Americans will remember that the jujube as, as, a, as a sugary candy that's not good for you. Oh, really? Called a jujube, which right. probably got its name Oh, it's from, a candy. It's a right? candy. Mm-hmm. Oh, so it's a not natural fruit. I'm Ver- talking about a natural fruit. I don't think there's anything natural whatsoever in the candy jujubes. I oh, think oh, it's oh. No. <laughs> a pure chemical. Yes. <laughs> no, so, but Chinese prefer to have something from the nature. From nature. Mm-hmm. So yeah. the actual, much healthier. Much. So the actual jujube is red. Okay. Yeah, and, red, wrinkled. Uh, it's a, a wrinkled, um, but people usually use it in cooked dessert. Okay. Yeah. 
And mm-hmm. some people might mistake it for a date, you were thinking? Yeah, some people call it a date, but it's a totally different. Dates are from palm trees. No, it's not the same. Very different. Yeah. Okay. okay. All right. Well, we have a bunch of other interesting food to talk about as far as Chinese New Year. Now, if uh, this, you have some preserved plum here, right. which this is not a natural sound. This is the sound of a wrapper opening. <laughs> and then we have the unnatural sound of another wrapper opening. Yeah. But inside the pre- is the preserved plum. Which is coming and orange and flavored a plum. Orange yeah. flavored oh, yeah. plum. Mm-hmm. Wow. Yeah. And there's another wrapper here. Yeah, right. It's a this well wrapped. It. <laughs> and it's a beautiful round shape. And and round is good during yeah. any holiday or festival because it oh, symbolizes yeah, right. harmony. Harmony yeah. and unity. Well lychee is round. Right. Exactly. Yeah. So mm-hmm. what are some other um, symbolic uh, things about food for the Chinese New Year. Oh, I have something here. How about if I read a little excerpt from uh, the Ann Arbor Ipsy Reed this year has chosen um, The Eighth Promise. It's a Chinese-American memoir by William Poi Lee. Um, and it showcases food in it, uh, not only as, as nourishment, but really as a, as a way to hold the family together. And there's this one little paragraph. I mean, there are lots of little tidbits in here about, about food. Um, uh, but this is one uh, uh, where William Poi Lee's mother, the book is told in two voices, uh, William's voice and, and his mother's. And his mother is writing about her wedding. And... Um, But she says, we ate the same kind of food prepared for Chinese New Year. After all, that's positive food, full of hope, good thoughts, and looking forward to a great year. Eight precious ingredients in vegetarian jai because its long rice noodles symbolize long life for us. And with its luscious black mushrooms, crunchy water chestnuts, chewy flat bean curd noodles, earthy black cloud fungus, salty seaweed hair, thin-sliced lotus root, and very green cabbage, all well-cooked and dripping with a stewy soy and sesame oil sauce. Mm. Lots Mm. of very fresh, very green vegetables. Must have lots of green, for green is a color of life. So that, wow, that's, that's, that's beautiful. Wow, well, yeah. that sounds a uh, real makes my mouth water. Oh, doesn't it? Oh. But I would like to point out something. You mentioned um, you read it's a seaweed hair. Yes. Okay. You know what? It's uh, the seaweed. It looks like black hair, mm-hmm. and then you can find it in chi- local Chinese restaurant like Great Lake, and in Chinese New Year uh, season, you they will serve that. Great Lake, the Great Lakes restaurant on. Packard and Carpenter. And Carpenter. Right. Okay. Now, that's a typical Jap- um, Cantonese food. Uh, why? Because um, the Chinese name for the seaweed hair is a fa cai. And it just sounds like fa cai. Fa cai means strike it rich. Oh, boy. Uh, <laughs> so you eat the uh, seaweed hair and then uh, wishing that you will strike it rich this year. Oh, boy. <laughs> so there's a lot of uh, a lot of homonyms in... That's right. Yeah, wow. <laughs> yeah, well, um, you mentioned, uh, Carol, you mentioned the um, Eighth Promise book and the Chinese New Year, New Year. I would like to share with our audience that Carol is a... An author of many books, oh, yeah. and uh, mm. you know, the Eighth Promise talks about Chinatown in San Francisco, and uh, Carol has a book called Exploring Chinatown 
a children's guide to Chinese culture. So when the parents are reading the Eighth Promise, and the children can read carols exploring Chinatown. <laughs> there you have it. <laughs> okay. That has vivid illustrations. <laughs> That's, That's right. right. It uh, looks very colorful. <laughs> yeah. It's done by, uh, uh, the illustrations are done by an artist in San Francisco's Chinatown. And he actually incorporates himself into all the images. You, you, his family members, it's kind of, yeah. it's kind of fun. And, you know, uh, at the beginning of the program, I read uh, from the book, uh, Chinese New Year, Fact and Folklore, um, by William C. Hu, H-U, and he, I understand, is also a resident of Ann Arbor, if, or he has been a um, resident of Ann Arbor, and Ann Arbor is full of authors, mm-hmm. and Carol uh, also has two books about Chinese New Year oh, okay. uh, in her book, Red Eggs and Dragon Boats. Red Eggs and Dragon Boats, Celebrating Chinese Festivals. And another uh, book, Mooncakes and Hungry Ghosts, Festivals wow. of like China. Mm. The, the Mooncakes. Yeah, so we mm-hmm. have um, th- these two books. One is for egg, Red Eggs for Children. Yes. Okay, and uh, Mooncakes and Hungry Ghosts. General audience. Yeah. And so um, maybe uh, we can go on the, um, um, Amazon.com to get your book. <laughs> <That's right. laughs> oh, there's one more, too. We have to t- another local author, okay. Ellen, Ellen Lang, who's a professor of art history, and she's got a uh, publication, Art and Aesthetics in Chinese Popular Prints, um, selections from the Muban Foundation Collection. And these are great images. These are New Year prints of, of door gods, et cetera, things that you would, prints that you, you would use to decorate your house wow, for, okay. for, the, for the New Year. So mm. a lot of rich resources here in the community. So if you have any questions and you're listening about some of the books we've just mentioned, you can email me at pandora at wcbn.org. And nobody ever emails me at that, so I want... Just email me for for the heck of it anyway, but email me at pandora at wcbn.org, and I'll send you the names of some of the books we've been talking about. If you just tuned in, we're talking about the Chinese New Year, which begins on February 7th, the Year of the Rat. And I'm here with Amy C. Two of the Chinese American Society of Ann Arbor, and Carol Stepanchuk, author and uh, from the Center for Chinese Studies at the U of M. So uh, I'd like to listen to a little bit of uh, traditional Chinese New Year music, if you don't Ooh, mind. Oh, nice! Yeah, we'll just put that on really and enjoy that. <laughs> Thank you. 
It's Pandora's Lunchbox, and we're listening to some festive Chinese New Year music. The Chinese New Year is coming up on February 7th, and I'm here in the studio with some uh, good people, Amy and Carol, talking about the Chinese New Year. And we've opened up another package. I should just mention that there is a pair of scissors in the studio, and it says on it, My name is Scissors. That's what it says on the scissors. Just <laughs> so if you, if, so that is important to know. The scissors are named scissors. Yeah, that's okay. good. Okay, it, it means a lot. But actually, um, we've opened some dried lychee, and now there's also a container of dried dragon eye. Dried dragon eye. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's similar, just smaller, a different flavor. And is there a traditional name for it? Uh, yeah, longyan. Longyan. Mm-hmm. Okay. Dragon eye. Uh-huh. And now, Do, go ahead. Are you going to eat that one? I think I'm going to eat that one. Okay, yeah. that, that's good. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I get the crumbling noise. Here we go. Yeah. yeah, so good. I mean, these are so wonderful. You know, a nice way to decorate your house too for for the new year um, oh, is a yeah. plate of of tangerines or oranges mm-hmm. in a pyramid. You pile them in a pyramid. This is great for the classroom too. Just enough for all the kids, and just do it. And yeah. and why, Amy? Do we like oranges? Why are oranges? In, well, because in, uh, orange sounds like luck. G, G. We should all uh, repeat. Yeah, yeah, Cantonese. Got the tongue. Got so it sounds like harmonium. You right, know, luck right, right. And the uh, orange sound the same. So you want to have more luck? Eat more oranges. More oranges. And the vitamin C is good for you. Keep you healthy. <laughs> sounds um, like a plan. Yeah. Uh, in the color too, right? Because the color is that true? It's orange, kind of you know, red shades of red and orange are yeah, good red, for mm-hmm. the new year. I'm wearing um, an orange T-shirt. By oh, the way. <laughs> I wear an orange T-shirt every Thursday. I just thought want want everybody to know. <laughs> and now I realize why. Because you're, you're getting ready. I'm getting ready for That's the Chinese right. New Year, yeah. right? And 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 don't change it for a week after. Just no, we'll, uh, well, I'll work on that, but we'll see. <laughs> All right. Um, what else do we have? Um, fish. We eat a lot of fish during the New Year. Well, because, for every Chinese uh, banquet, um, they always uh, end with a fish dish because the fish sounds like yu, also sounds like plentiful. So you mm. like to have uh, in your life plentiful of everything, right? right. So you eat right. fish. And the fish happens to be good for us. <laughs> Again, yeah. Fish is good for you, yeah. In a healthy way. Um, and then there's something else that, uh, uh, well, I'm going to go back here to William Poy Lee's um, The Eighth Promise, because this has some wonderful descriptions of soups. And I remember when I read this book, it was actually the soups. I just thought that we ought to have an, devote an entire day to cooking everything here. Mm. Um, these these soups, these cheese soups that, that nourish you um, are incredible. You eat them during certain times. I mean, you eat them in the dead of winter. That's really, mm-hmm. really good. And with our snowstorm coming up, goodness knows this yeah. would be Heavy snow excellent. Um, after, you know, when you're uh, after childbirth, this is excellent, right? Mm-hmm. And during, during uh, uh, probably during pregnancy, um, uh, when you're not feeling well, these are yeah. soups to revive you. And so the mother is a great source of soup recipes, and, and they're described in here. Um Uh, Let's see what we've got here. Um, We served one main soup throughout the month, cooked with our five basic herbs. Always lots of ginger for fire to rebuild the chi inside the mother. I guess this is right after she... uh, uh, she 
probably had William Poy leave, right? Uh, cooked <laughs> ginger in everything. Also, bok ki, um, which I'm not sure what that is. Uh, sliced to look like a doctor's tongue depressor. Wow. Oh. Um, hong, hong ong, which looks like a dusty brown twig. Oh, here we go. Some some red berries, gidu, which are tiny, soft, and wrinkled like raisins. That's a lot of what we've been having here. Mm-hmm. Um and of course, oh, and of course, Hongdo uh, well, red jujubes. Yeah, see, marble-sized wrinkled berries with a pit inside. These five herbs have to be in each pot of this main soup, and they add a sweet taste, build fire, and provide every nutri- nutrient a mother needs to rejuvenate. I would like to uh, add that because um, William Poi Lee. His mother is from southern China, from the area that speak Toisonese. So the jujube for him is a hongdao. Oh, okay. And then in, in Chinese, uh, Mandarin will be hongzao. Hongzao. Red ah, zao. there you go. Oh, okay. Right. So, so that's why it's a little bit different. Okay. Oh, and it keeps it, wait, it, it, gets, it gets better. And at every meal, we cooked a fresh pot of herbal chicken soup with liquor stock and boiled it for one hour down to a small bowl. Then we um, fed our steamed chicken, the white meat only, no skin, with ginger over rice. Or salted preserved fish with ginger over rice, and salted preserved pork is okay too. I'm, I'm well, that's hungry. interesting. Uh, he said, uh, or she said, no chicken skin. Yeah. And modern days, and you know, these days we don't eat chicken skin anymore because right. it's so fat. Right. Right. And so right. I am impressed that uh, Southern Chinese knew we don't eat ch- chicken skin. Now, was chicken skin something that... fattening. Was it... Did it used to be eaten? Is that what you're saying? Or No. Um, you know, before, you know, you have um, uh, Kentucky Fried Chicken. You have the skin. You love the skin. Mm-hmm. And, but it turned out the... Um, it's a lot of a lot of fat, mm-hmm. and yeah. the southern uh, Chinese knew, uh, so they don't they like don't put the, the skin in South it. Beach diet. Yes, yeah. right, right, right. That's right. Wow, that's a Chinese South Beach yeah. diet. Right. <laughs> the beach in the south of China. Right? That's right. Yes. That's it. Uh, let's see other other good other good foods of the New Year um, of the Chinese New Year coming up. Oh, February seventh. The jiaozi. Oh, the jiaozi is like a dumpling, but in the shape of a gold um, ingot. Ingots. Ingots. Yeah. Yeah. Uh-huh. So you want to have a lot of dumplings. So uh, you you hope that you get a lot of gold pieces in the coming year. A lot so of gold everything pieces is a well. wishful thinking. You know, you eat and then you wish you have this and that. Right. Right. <laughs> it, we used to have great fun at, at jiaozi parties too, because you 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 can make them as a as a group. The filling, right? And you 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 put the filling in these wonderful um, wrap. Yeah, it's like sort of uh, ravioli. Ravioli. Oh, okay. <laughs> but kind of sweet. No. 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 I mean, it, it's uh, savory. you have um, savory. Okay. A dough wrapper. And then you put some meat in the middle. Usually, like a minced pork with with um, vegetables in and, and and it's wonderful. And and um, although we didn't do this, people would plant things in one of the jowzas. So the idea is just you keep eating and eating as many as you can until the one lucky person finds the the jowza that has the special filling, which could be like a gold coin. But of that course, sounds oh. like British. No, no. The or, English or, has then, a, pen, a penny in your um, Christmas oh, cake. Oh, that also. Oh, yeah, right. You know what that also Something, reminds me of? This is so amazing. It's a ver- universality. This reminds me coincidentally enough because Chinese New Year's coming up, and that is a part of that, right? Right. 
also coming up is Mardi Gras. Oh, yeah. Ah, right. And yes. actually, it's in January, I believe it is, when they have the king cake in New Orleans. Oh. And you want to try to find the little plastic baby inside. Ooh. If you find the little plastic baby inside, you will have luck all year. But then you have to hold the next king cake party next year. So it's, uh, it's with luck comes responsibility, I guess. So. <laughs> oh, right, 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 right. I didn't know that. That's interesting. I had a guest on my show about Chinese New Year. I mean, and about and about New Orleans. So <laughs> not the same show, but I mean, there's so many well, similarities in food and culture and celebrations. Talking surprises. In <laughs> yes. <laughs> um, and I, I heard the one edible thing to, to put in the jiaozi is a peanut. Oh, okay. Oh, no, this must be northern. Yeah, northern yeah. customs. Oh, tell because, me about the huasheng. Because then that that uh, that means to give birth, uh, not necessarily to more children, but it means life and living. So if you oh. if you find the peanut, and, we, and oh, at least you can okay. eat that as opposed to swallowing the coins. That might be yeah, you don't want to swallow coins. <laughs> <laughs> swallow them, you can't. Yeah. But, uh, right, so now I'm going to put you all on the spot because I didn't plan to ask this e- uh, either, but do you have any Chinese New Year events coming up in Ann Arbor? Oh, well, sure. We, I just happen to. Just yes, happen, Carol happen uh, from Center for Chinese Studies and China Now theme year this year. Um, okay. All right, so there actually is a community Chinese New Year celebration at the library this uh, Saturday, February 9th. Uh, from 2 to 3.30. That's um, the Ann Arbor District Library downtown? Correct. Uh, there's a food and Chinese culture talk. Oh, you would like this, Mike. This oh, Sunday, <laughs> February 3rd, 2 to 3.30. Um, and uh, that Where? will be done by at the Ann Arbor District Library. Uh-huh. Fourth floor, Elizabeth Choi King is going to be uh, doing that. Um, on February 17th, I'm going to be doing this along cool. with Frances. Now I've committed to committed her on radio to uh, <laughs> Mass of China, Lions and Dragons and Painted Faces, at, also at the library, 2 to 3. Um, ooh, Sunday, February 10th, we have Wu Man, uh, University Musical Society. Uh, Wu Man plays the pipa. It's a lute-like instrument. Mm-hmm. And uh, the Bay Area Sham Band. Yeah. A lot of long read. The Sham is, uh, in Chinese, uh, Suo Na. Yeah. Um, mm. the people play, uh, play this instrument in festivals or funerals or weddings. Right. <laughs> Processionals. And it, it should be incredible. So and where that, will this Bay Area-based group be playing? Uh, that will be Sunday, February 10th uh, at Rackham. And okay. you can get tickets through UMS. Okay. And let's see what else we have. Um, uh, we have more going on with the Ann Arbor Ypsilanti Public Read. I just recommend going to the uh, District Library website to see all the events all the with stuff, that. Yeah. Um, we also... That's org. yes. Right. And... Oh, some interesting films. Actually, I'm going to send you into Detroit. Uh, if you go to the Detroit Institute of Art, uh, uh, there is an incredible um, film series that the DIA offers, and they're showing. But this actually goes into March. We're just uh, mid-March. Uh, uh, go ahead. Uh, talking about March, March first, the uh, Chinese American Society of Ann Arbor uh, will sponsor Taste of China in WCC Garrett. Restaurant, Ooh. yeah, oh, okay. and then in the from at Washtenaw Community College, yeah, from twelve to two, and then two thirty, and then from three to five will be the um, um, therapeutic 
a massage a master's uh, presentation oh, on wow. acupressure. Oh, so, excellent. So you mm. not and only eat and you get to know how to heal yourself uh, by uh, acupressure. And no, I, I have one other one other item. Okay. Oh, go ahead. No, uh, you've, oh, we've one got more, a break. Quick. <laughs> oh, quick. Okay, the Ann Arbor Martial Arts Studio and the Lion Dance, the traditional Lion yes, Dance the lion for the dance. New Year. It's going to happen not, not during the Chinese New Year, but family days. The Ann Arbor family days, March 8th and March 9th. So they'll be uh, going from the library and then doing the procession through Main Street. Well, that so much to chew on. Thank you so much, Carol and Amy, Amy C2 and Carol Stepanchuk. Thank you so much for coming by to celebrate the Chinese New Year coming up on should, February 7th. Oh, we're glad to be here. Gongxi. Gongxi fa cai. And go chi fang sai. Yeah. Got it. <laughs> well, this is WCBN FM Ann Arbor. This has been Pandora's Lunchbox. Thank you so much for listening. Arwolf will be here to help us face the music in seconds. Thank you again, and have a great Chinese New Year. Thank you. Seven o'clock. This is Radio Free Ann Arbor, WCBN FM Ann Arbor. We're the voice of the underground intellectual resistance movement, broadcasting from the campus of the University of Michigan. Experimental radio at U of M, run by students with lots of community involvement. Face the Music is a a weekly investigation of the human condition and human nature. We also like to propose alternate national anthems, perhaps now more than ever. We need something a little less rude and pugnacious than what we've been stuck with for so long. I'd like to think that maybe our national anthem could have been composed in 1720 by George Friedrich Handel. This is an air with five variations from his suite number five in E major for the harpsichord. This piece is also known as the Harmonious Blacksmith, and it's your national anthem. <laughs> 